another on a Sunday. On a Sunday. <laughs> it's almost like old time. Yeah. Uh, uh, you want actually, me to say it? It's actually 6.51 p.m. Eastern time right now, which is 51 minutes past the time we would normally start back in the day. Yes. Way but we had to eat first. Because <laughs> that is necessary. That's, that's, that, and that's how this show typically goes now. Pretty much, yeah. Bonnie shows up. We eat. We eat. We pour drinks. And then we do ghostly talk. You you have a beer, but I'm the, I'm drinking water right now. Because you were drunk this weekend. I'm drinking soda. I wasn't drunk this weekend. I drank this weekend. Oh, I have an hour drive. So. But it's also that. Sunday, and we have worked tomorrow. No, I don't work till twelve thirty. Oh God. I don't work, so. I say this. I say this a lot. <laughs> it's it, all it, good. It, it's it's tough for Amber to be Amber. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's not give people the wrong impression. Oh, I just did. Oh, Amber, I think you're perfect. I can't help that I work an afternoon job. Yeah, well, it's afternoons. Oh, oh no. There are a lot of people in the world that work afternoons. Yeah. Doesn't make them bad people. Someone has to be somewhere in the afternoon. You need people at places when you get off work so you can go places and buy things. I'm not knocking anything. That's what I'm afternoon just saying, people are for. But Amber's the one that said it. I have to be at work at noon tomorrow. Mm. She didn't say it like that. Yes, she did. Oh, my God. No, she you didn't. You said it with more sass. Yes, much. I mean, maybe I had a little sass. Are you guys, see, are you guys seeing the screen out there? Yes, we okay, can cool. see it. All right. um, so we have some things we're going to talk about tonight. Um, some interesting things that have happened to our lovely co-host, Miss Amber. And I will be as surprised as everyone else. Well, yeah, because I got this call. Yeah, speaking of drinking. Uh, yeah, last night about 2 o'clock in the morning, I finally got in contact with Amber <laughs> after many calls. I'm like, where the hell is she at? Yeah. Because you were out of town this weekend, so, you know, just do our nightly call. Uh, and finally, Amber called, and I was at a party, so everybody was screaming and yelling. Well, it was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh. Amber's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. But she, Amber said she saw something. We're gonna we're gonna get to that later on in the show. Um, how has you guys' weeks been? Like the last, we haven't we have we've been a little bit here. Incredibly, exceptionally, uneventful, and that That's is a blessing. Because if we were gonna go and do Bonnie's week. <laughs> If you we might d- as well sit down, put on a straight jacket, and hook the whiskey IV up to your arm and put a little heroin and cocaine on the no side. That's no joke. Like, when you were out of town a couple weekends ago, what, whenever it was, I came out here to visit Amber, and Amber's like, so, what's been going on? And I just, like, word vomited all over her, and she was like, holy crap, dude. Really? <laughs> oh, my God, it was bad. My, my brother-in-law's dad died. And later on that night, his uncle died. So his mom lost her husband and her brother all in the same day. Oh, my God. And then on that same day, my mom went back in the hospital. And then, yeah, it was it was just a slew of, I lost my job with. But like, not because you're a shithead. With like six hours warning that I was yeah. losing my job. Yeah. Yeah. Selling the business. Which was nice. I was like. Oh, you're selling the business and moving to Florida. Great. I have six hours left in my day and apparently my job. Awesome. Were they planning this for a while? Um, He must have been. Uh, Well, it's not something you do overnight, obviously. He had talked about it in the past. Like, he's been talking about 
moving to Florida since I started there. But this was just like he he took a trip to Florida with his woman and apparently came back and decided that he was moving, but decided not to tell me until Friday, which was a shit move, in my opinion. Oh. Yeah, a little bit. That's a little poopy. Yeah. And there's more stuff that went on that I unloaded on Amber that I'm not going to unload on everyone else because it's really personal and private family shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I actually <laughs> made a log of all the shit that's happened to me. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Yeah. And I'm going to – I just – and the reason I did this was because it was getting so overwhelming. I'm like, I have to write <laughs> this down to organize my thoughts. So I did. Um and here we, yeah. I didn't write it down. I just word vomited on, on Amber, and then she did a little reading for yeah, me, yeah. and then I was better. 419, 2018. Engine light on car while driving to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Got that fixed during that day. Four hour delay, but I got it, but it got fixed. Right. Came back from uh, from Milwaukee on 422. Broken water heater. Naturally. Since been replaced, thank goodness. Yeah, we didn't have water for hot water for four days, and it was like living on the prairie. Oh my god, that sucked. Miserable. I had to wash she dishes. Was, she was actually boiling water. Yeah, like, because Whoa, if you, well, holy if you, crap! If you cook something that has oil or butter, you, you can't rinse that right. shit off with no, cold water. Can't. So yeah. I had to literally put like a boiling pot of water to just wash dishes. Yeah, I should have so. just put an apron and a dress on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if that ever happens, call me because I'm coming over. That means the hot water tank broke again. I, like, want to record that shit. I, I have to have it. 423. Engine light on car again while going to work. Fixed again, I hope. 424, I catch a cold. 424 also, basement walls had to be, I had to fix a basement wall here, so that cost more money. Uh, where the studio is, from not too far from where, where, where we're at right now, in this very basement. 425, brake line breaks on van. My other car. 426 driving van back from brake shop and hear a clicking from the driver's side rear wheel. You guessed it, nail in the tire. An extra, li- a little extra fuck you, I guess, to me and my They were like, problems. you know what, Scott? He hasn't had enough. <laughs> you really haven't been dealing with yeah. anything, yeah. so yeah. here's a nail to brighten your day. Um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, okay, so get the van- I get the brakes fixed on the van on the 26th. 28th, I'm driving the van to a show that we're playing with the band. Get the thing over 45 miles an hour. The ass end of the van starts shaking like a leaf. Um, they did a, they did a shit job on the brakes. So had to take that thing back and get that fixed. Uh, 429, sharpening and cleaning lawnmower blade <laughs> with my dad. Hand slips, slice open my right thumb, bleed all over driveway while running in circles screaming. Yeah, I don't think it's healing right. I kind of actually wish that would have been recorded somewhere. Mm. Not he because kept, it's like, healing fine. There's nothing wrong he with it. He kept trying to show it to me. He's like, what do you think it's doing? Like, I'm a doctor and I was like ready to pass out. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, this was like, this it's wasn't a cut. Open. This was a split. Like, I sliced the fucker Stop right Stop showing the it to me. It was horrible. Ugh. No, it's it's healing all right now. I got some stuff I have on there now and it's actually working. It's, it, I'll, I'll be I right told him, like, soon. put glue on it. For real. Well, that's what I basically got. I got Super the. I got it the works. Li- yeah. Well, I got the liquid bandage, like you know, liquid yeah. bandage stuff. It's the same type. It smells like nail polish or, mm-hmm. or nail polish remover or nail yeah. polish. I think it's the same shit, uh, but it hardens and it actually does. It keeps it together so it can heal. So it's actually pretty cool. I'm. I'm it's looking better now, and I don't have to wear a damn band aid either. They pr- if you would have if you had went to the doctor, they probably would have put a couple stitches. They would have. I know they would have. They'd been like, we need to stitch you up, and I'd have been like, no, that sucks. Leave me alone. Whoa. 
because I don't I hate stitches. Um, so that's kind of where yeah we you know we're now we're in the next weekend here, and I'm hoping things have slowed down a little bit. <laughs> well, they did for me, so maybe you just have to go through like the one really fucking intense. Everyone's going to shit on your fucking head week. The best to thing, like a calm week. Well, I, I, there was a, a ray of hope, I think, because uh, I was telling you guys about it, and it's easy to see. I went out on the porch Friday night just to chill out. The weather's finally gotten nice here in Michigan again. Thank God. So we're actually going outside. And um, I went on the porch and noticed um, one of my little figurines I have on the porch, high up on the wall, uh, a bird decided to make a nest. Which and I you being the nice person you are, you yeah. left it there. I'm not going to mess with it. I would have. I'm not going to mess with it. Me. No, I'm not going to mess with it. That those guys, that's they can chill there. That they can have a little family if they want. It's totally cool. Uh, and, but it's cool. I got a picture of it. We're all looking at it right now, actually. And uh, that's like, to me, that's like uh, kind of a cool ray of I don't know what, what do you want to call it. It's uh, not going to be cool when they start shitting all over the porch. So then you're going to get pissed off again. Because that's what happens. No. Yeah, the baby birds come out and then they start pooping. And then you're going to be like, fuck this bird. It, it's no, not I'll like it the mama bird puts diapers on them. It, they, well, sh- they should. That's not how it works. They should in They the, should have been, like, become advanced. But in bird world, that's not how it works. Make little um, straw diapers for their birds. Little baby diapers. Yeah. yeah that'd be that'd cute. Be, that, that, it actually that would be, would be so adorable, cute. but I don't see it happening. Uh <gasps> But I, I kind of that kind of made me happy. So I'm mean, okay. Maybe things are just gonna slow down a little bit now, because I don't think I've had a run like that in a while, where just every day something ridiculous happens. However, it could just be this idea where you're magnifying dumb shit, and you may it may just be. Oh, you can ask Amber. I was not magnifying dumb no. shit. No, like my life that was, was unusual. A literal fucking train wreck for yeah. a good solid week. Well, that's how I felt. Just like. Hammer shit. That's yeah. There's no other words to describe it. It was complete fucking hammered shit. You know, but the thing is, um, yeah, that sucks. (laughs) I mean, I agree. (laughs) That sucks. No, it sucks. I agree. I was going somewhere, and I no, no, it it, it sucks. The thing with me, though, at least now, is the the weather really is. The older I find, the older I get now, the. the more dependent my mood is on the weather. I know, Amber, you've been like this for years. Uh, and it isn't because I can't drive or something like that. Um, I just really kind of get bummed out when the sun isn't out nowadays. I don't I know why. I get bummed it's out depressing. when winter hits. I don't like it's it. Yeah. Looking at gray skies, which Leapless we live trees. in Michigan. So you're looking at naked trees and gray skies for six months out of the year at least. Yeah. Yeah. That's depressing. Yeah. yeah. Although right. I will say, living on the east side of the state versus the west side, the east side at least gets more sun, and it's warmer here in the winter, like, and way less snow. If you live on Lake Michigan, anybody that's out there that li- like lived or lives on Lake Michigan, you know how hammered you get by lake effect snow, and it sucks. It is depressing. Yeah. Like, ugh, it's the worst. 
you question your existence every you, day. Yeah, it is nice getting Definitely. out again. I mean, because we, we've kind of we had a we have a late summer that's been coming in. We really, I mean, yeah, it has taken a, taken a long, long time. You know, not hot weather, just tolerable weather. Right, short weather. You know, where things and things are finally in like the last week and a half, they're turning green now. Finally, yeah, We're and then in two months they'll fall off again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Where you can go outside and not be cold. Like you know, I'm trying to be. I'm trying. I'm trying. The air isn't hurting my face. I'm trying to spin up a positive thing here. You just keep shitting all over. I can't it. help it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll stop. I'm not talking to you, Bonnie. Oh. I'm talking to Amber. No, it's nice to get out and just like you know get on the bicycle and not have to bundle up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and definitely. come home frozen. Uh, and you know, that that's helping, you know, because this stuff really, you know, yeah, you go through a run like it that. It does drastically change yeah, your mood. Yeah, you go through a run like it sounds like both me and Bonnie have been through. Um, yeah, you need you need some you need some stress relief, and yeah, it's nice to kind of get out and just see the see the weather nice and just feel some warmth. Um, you know, open the windows up from the house and all that good stuff. Um, so that's kind of I know where at least me and Bonnie. That's where our Fucking lives train been. wreck of a life, yeah. Um, Smack dab in the shitter. Yeah, yeah. But things are going to be getting better. We're going to be getting on the road here pretty soon, yes. too. Which we have to get Troy on here. Yes, um, we do. And if uh, you guys haven't... Hang on, I'm not... It's the 22nd and 23rd, I believe. Yeah, I'm dumb. You can look, though. But I think it's the 22nd and 23rd We should get Troy on the podcast before... We're going to. We're yeah. going to. I That's just the plan. Scott yeah. and I discussed it while you weren't here. Yeah, I'm going to reach. Yes, I'm going to reach out right. to Troy this week, and uh, and you know, and see what his schedule's like. Because we we've already talked, and he said, "Yeah, let's do it." Let me look at the calendar, and I just got to follow back up with him. So I'll do that this week. We need to like twist his arm and make him come out here. I know that would be awesome. Well, he, he talked he's about that. He Troy it. in studio. Oh my yeah. god! Bring he his talked. Girl, to, bring he his talked girl about with. that. He talked about doing that. Yeah. Um, the good Which would be fun. Right it would be interesting to have Troy Taylor in my house. Yes, it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> we'll I know a nice would, bottle would, of Jameson. I was going to say there wouldn't be one sober person in the house that <laughs> night either. He'd have to spend I'd the night. Because that's like, a fucker okay, who can drink. i right? got to sleep on the couch tonight. He'd, it's yeah, got to happen. He'd have to spend the night. Yeah, Amber, you and I are cuddling. Or that's yeah. just how it's going to go. Or at least Uber over to a hotel. No, so we're going to be talking to him real soon. We got a, we got a list of things. We kind of just have to get to it um, as far as getting people over here, getting people on the show. Uh, I still got to reach out to those people from the Whitney. Oh, yeah. You I mean, I have. We've kind of had a discourse, yeah. and I got to call them because I really want to hook up with those guys. They're really cool. I don't think we said that on the podcast, but we had some local ghost hunters from a group um, reach out, and they think they listen to the show or yeah. have listened to a podcast or two. Yeah. I don't know if they're like old school listeners or uh, recently listened, but – they, there's a place in downtown Detroit on Woodward called the Whitney, and it was this glorious old mansion made out of, like, solid granite that's one of these few mansions on Woodward that hadn't, hadn't been torn down um, for progress. And so it's now a restaurant. When you go into it, it's hard to believe it was someone's home, and they are the official ghost hunters of the Whitney. So they yeah, get to yeah. do ghost hunting in it for whatever reason, whenever. I don't know the protocol for what yeah, they do yeah, but yeah. they kind of suggested being on the show or doing something yeah, so no, scott we're gonna do that kind of reached out and thought well wouldn't it be cool to kind of go over to the whitney and we'll maybe have a do some, with them yeah do some kind of go like good old-fashioned ghost hunting could, at could the we whitney. invite bonnie for this that'd uh, be great yeah yeah i'm just saying yeah 
And um, last time we were at the fun. Whitney, it was with some of your coworkers. Yeah, I went with my coworkers, and we went to the because they Got literally have a way. ghost bar oh. upstairs. Is called the Ghost Bar, and it's this beautiful space, yeah. like with this glorious, huge, wooden, beautiful, ah, awesome and, and, bar. And, and it's a very economical bar because you only really need to get one martini. And no. you're and you're like floating around that place. You become Lyndon was floating, but you I become the spirit. I I could have God, had three, dude. but anyway, they have all these ghost themed drinks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, super they, fun. It's, it's really super cool. Fun. And then we happened to be leaving, and we were admiring some of like the Tiffany windows, actual Tiffany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this little docent that was in there because they'll do tours throughout the day. But this little cute old man like overhears us and says, "Oh, um, you know, I." I can give you a little tour, even though we're done. Oh, that's nice. And so he starts taking us around and sh- pointing out stuff. And then he, we kind of bring up the ghost. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh. And he pulls out his iPhone, which is always like, shot, like I'm sorry, he's a senior citizen. Right, so I'm like, right. whoa, you know, okay, look out. And then he brings up a photo. Now, I can't stand paranormal photos. Right. People that say, look, there's a ghost. Most of them, I'm like, Ugh. Most of it's bullshit, bad photography, people trying to make something out of nothing. Um, and But he points out this figure in the room explains the backstory saying that there was no one there in that room at that time and i was like well you know what this kind of convinced okay you know if you're not right bullshitting and the people that took it weren't bullshit okay and so anyway we had a nice little tour and but they do actually a ghost hunt slash like five course dinner oh really once a month and so you go in there i think after the regular hours are closed and you get this big meal and it's fancy and elegant, and then you go on a ghost tour. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So the play, I like places that embrace their haunted history. Oh, yeah. They and all should. I'm always frustrated with people that don't want to embrace that for whatever reason. I know sometimes it borders on religious purposes or the, the depending on the community you live in, but come on. It's just fun. Yeah. So the Whitney is fun, too. So, we're, yeah, I, I'm going to probably reach out to that guy. This week, yeah, it's Mark. His name's Mark. Yeah. Super cool guy. And I forget what the name of their ghost group is, but well, they didn't tell me. No, I sent you the website. Did you? Yes. You sure? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I probably sent it either in email or messenger. I don't know, but whatever. They they got a website. She like totally sent it. Totally sent it. Um, no, Haunt Investigators of Michigan. Yeah, that's it. H I. You don't have to spell him. Whoa, like the band? Well, they, without the of. Him. Haunt Investigators in Michigan. Okay. So, we'll be, uh, yeah, I want to talk to them. They seem cool. Um, and I was we were saying before, too, in case you don't know or you haven't bought tickets for it yet, the Haunt America Conference is June 22nd and 23rd, 2018, Alton, Illinois. Uh, it's the beautiful, it's at the atrium. Yeah. yeah the, the it's not a bad atrium. hotel. It's a great hotel. Re- well, they yeah, renovated they, it. They, well, yeah, the, the first the, the couple of years ago. When oh, it was an exotic jungle of humidity. Yeah. Oh, yeah well, from the pool, yeah. But they've actually, you know, they're getting better and better every year because they, they, they went through a major change. And this last year I thought was very pleasant. I no, had a great good. time. We, I, great. we ate every meal there. I mean, they actually have a decent restaurant The food's restaurant fantastic. There. The yeah, pizza the was, was really good. good. Yeah, the pizza was really good. Um, yeah, it was, and the rooms were fantastic. And so it's a very comfortable place to go to. And this is Troy Taylor we're talking about. Um, you know, Troy Taylor is the man. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. Well, um, we've said it before. Like, it, we have gone to so many, so, so many different events. Yeah. <clears throat> so we've, like, seen the entire spectrum. 
of how to put on an event. Troy always puts on a top-notch event. Always. Well, and the thing with the, the thing that really, to Troy's credit, and this may get a little harsh, but um, we have, uh, well, it's a lot of why we're doing this show. I'm again just too. looking because I like harsh. So. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of why we're doing this show again, and we've been through all that. But Troy, to me, is really, you know, and I, and I, over all these years, people have come and gone. People are still here, whatever. And there's a lot of people that really, I mean, I. I don't know any nice way to say it. I lost a lot of respect for him, right? Yeah. Um, Troy Taylor is one of those people who truly, truly, truly does this for the love of it. Right. He started doing this because he was interested in it. And you know what? Troy does this for a living, okay? Um, for many and years. I know, and I know, pl- I know plenty of people like, oh, yeah, well, well, yeah, well you know what? Um, this all this gentleman does. Right. Writes, researches, does his thing, right? Right. No one can work for free. Um, but it, and Troy is one of those people who truly, in my opinion, has transcended that whole bullshit idea. He is who he is. He's Troy Taylor. He does these events. He, he does. He does all. He's always doing something. The guy's busy as hell. He has his stores or his store. Um, very busy guy. And it, my whole point is just that, like, he's one of the to me, I guess he's one of the truest people I've ever seen in this field as far. as Oh, yeah, definitely. A true passion for this stuff. He's he's never. You didn't really go negative with that, so I'll just say it. He's never whored himself out. No, to, no, man. Yeah, you're, like, you're right. Like, oh, we have to have this person because they were on no, five no. And TV I, shows. Like, you actually learn shit at yeah. Troy's events, and it's only fifty bucks. Like some of these goofy He's ass events kept it cheap. that I yeah, see. Yeah, and we talked about that last year too with him. It's ridiculous. They'll they'll have like one person that was on a paranormal TV show and then like 10 people you've never heard of and they want to charge like 400 bucks for a weekend. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and um yeah, I've seen some of these things get ridiculous and that's one thing I know we talked about this with Troy last year for the conference last year. Um he was like, yeah, we just keep the price down. You know, I don't really feel the need that I have to bulk this thing up and have to inflate the prices and make it impossible to come. I want people to come. Right, exactly. Right? And that uh, I admire the shit out of him for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and if you hire the TV people to come and speak, not to say that just because you're on TV doesn't mean you can't put on a fat, you know, an interesting presentation. Right, and right. Entertain a crowd, but they tend to have a higher price tag. They'll need. Well, yeah. Th- and so understanding this, you know, the price of the yeah. conference goes up. And this is how things work when you have people do appearances. Yeah, they want their travel covered. They want their food covered. They want, of course, their hotel and lodging covered, right? Um, and that's not cheap for some people. Some people are expensive, uh, and that's why sometimes just you, you see some of these conferences. I see a plenty of them. There's still there's lots of them going on. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, you get a two, three, four hundred dollar price tag. To spend a weekend somewhere. And yet, <clears throat> Troy still always puts us up in a room as well as which everyone blows my, else. Which blows my and mind. And it's yeah. still only 50 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It, that's, that totally blows my mind. Troy's so nice to us, you know, as far as our show and in our little conglomerate we have here. Troy's so, so wonderful to us. And I don't know, all, I don't know any other way. He's just so gracious. From day yeah. one. He's so gracious to us. Um, and he, he, he treats us so well. And, that, and I'm just saying this stuff because this is from the inside out, right? Um, we, we, we look forward to this every year now as Ghostly Talk and as people, too, um, 
because Troy takes such. He just he's just so good to us when it comes to this. Oh stuff. yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for the, for the for the little amount of work that we're expected to do for him, and you know the funny thing, uh, Amber. You know, we talked about this last year because we do every year. The last three. This will be our third year doing it now. Is right. um, we more or less moderate the discussion panel on Friday night. Right. That's what we've been doing. And Amber and I got to talking last year after this thing. We had, it was great. We had a good time. It was fantastic. But Amber and I both were the same, in the same headspace. We're like, you know, I feel kind of bad. Troy brings us out here, and we don't even prepare for this shit. We don't do any preparation whatsoever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I feel kind of bad. Like, this guy's taking good care of us, and we really should do more for him. So I went to Troy about this and said, hey, Troy, let's talk about – this was like a couple months ago. Mm. Said, let's talk about this thing a little bit. And try to get get in front of it, so we kind of have a plan. He's like, "Well, here, listen, dude." He's like, "The fun of the discussion panel has always been the fact that it's off the hip." Yep. He's like, well, "I yeah. don't want to prepare it." He's like, "So let's just have fun. Let's just do what we've been doing." And I'm like, "Okay, well, all right, <laughs> you know." So, you know, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I don't do enough for the guy, um, but maybe we do more than we think we do. I don't know, uh, but that just goes back. Or to maybe the point. he just really, really likes us. Well, that's what Troy says, too. He's like, I just want to see you guys. I'm like, well, why? <laughs> but, you know, it's great to go out there every year now. And I plan on doing that every, you know, if Troy will have us, we plan on going out there every year for, for the, the Haunted America Conference. And this year, it's a really great, great lineup. Uh, Sarah Chavez, Colin Dickey, Robert Damon Schneck, uh, Sherry Brake, Jennifer Jones, April Slaughter. She's always fun to talk to. Oh, yeah. uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, one of our old friends. Uh, Sarah Soderland, uh, Luke. Melaborski, that guy's fantastic. Always fun to talk. Len Adams also. Um, us and the American Hauntings podcast. That's that's you know I, it's our I, competition. That's our comp. No, it's no, it's Troy. It's Troy. No, I it's know. Troy's podcast. I know. Which yeah, we're gonna have to yeah. Don't put us next no, to those no, people. No, Troy's more of the storytelling type. I mean, they talk, but he does like he does actually kind of like the seasons, like season one, season two, and then they tell stories about the stuff he's written and you know and yeah. Um, so uh, Troy Taylor, it's not uh, just babbling like idiots like us. Lisa will be there, of course. Our dear, you know, Lisa's awesome. Um, so you know, you guys really, if you can make it out there and you can make the plans, you know, we're it's about a month, what month and a half away now, uh, June twenty second and twenty third, two thousand eighteen, Alton, Illinois, uh, Illinois. Sorry, I always say Illinois. I noticed that. Yeah, I do that. It's weird. I uh, was gonna correct you, but then I, I felt weird. I'd but I would chewed your freaking head off. And then instead you corrected yourself. I do that. I've been doing that since I was younger. But come on out there. It'll be a lot of fun. We'd love to see you guys out there. And come talk to us. We'd love to hang out and chat with everybody. Maybe. It's a a lot of fun. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, it depends. If you're you're a weirdo. I don't know. (laughs) We had that happen over. We've done. We we did a show on road stories. Um, But there was one. Speaking of which, I don't know if we talked about that on the road stories show. Um. And I'm going to omit any names here. Okay. Good idea. But there was one we had. It may have been one of the conferences in Kentucky. Okay. Um, who was a listener of Ghostly Talk. Uh-huh. Uh, nice guy. We always conversed, you know, mm-hmm. virtually. And I don't have... Uh, it's a bit foggy now because those Kentucky conferences were always foggy. Um, but this guy actually was kind of like just... I mean, I don't know any other nice way to say it. He was stalking, <laughs> which I don't get it. Like, who the fuck am I? Right. Right. But it, I don't know if Amber was saying that he he was wanting to. He's like, I want to have a meal. I want to eat with you. Right. 
And I'm like, well, you know, you're a nice guy. Let's we can chat. We can, you know, we can we can you know, we converse. all go out to eat together. You're more than welcome <laughs> to be at the same restaurant. Well, yeah, but it, things were. It was. It, but I think it, he wanted a one on one. It was a. Chat. It was a. But it was a vibe. Yeah. It was a vibe he was giving off. Like there was something weird about this dude. Yeah. And I don't really. I can't really put my finger on it. And it, and there's nothing snobby about this, but I, it just he kind of creeped me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it was just some look in his face, and he was like, you know, I was sitting there goofing around. He, you know, you think he was at the show, he was just sitting there staring at me, and I'm like, okay, there's something. And um, maybe he had a serious man crush on you. I, I, yeah, he was like I don't the know. beard. It's working. I didn't have a beard like the this hair, back then, though. I had that. I had working. that stupid horrible chin strap thing for years and i i regret every day of that oh whatever this, is, this is a beard we right. all go through different phases what i have lives. here is a real beard and this is this feels good on my face man it, this is good i like this but this dude scott's going to become a lumber sexual with that beard <laughs> lumber sexual so um yeah, what I remember, what I, I remember of this was remember you telling me about that when it happened. Yeah, like um, finally he just kept badgering me, like not badgering, but he would come to our mer- our table and be like, "Where's Scott?" Mm-hmm. Like a couple people said, they're like, "Yeah, this guy's been looking for you, dude." I'm like, oh, "Fuck, man!" I'm going back to the room and hiding and shit. <laughs> and uh, and uh, finally I talked to him. I said, "Okay, dude, listen, man. Let, okay, well, let's get breakfast tomorrow with people." Right. Because I don't want to get carved up and fucking thrown in a trunk somewhere. <laughs> He's going to wear you as a skin suit. I am now yeah, Scott man. L. Yeah, yeah. So the funny thing was is that one of our friends, another one of our friends, and I don't want to mention anybody's name in this thing. It's kind of weird. I said, hey, dude, you got to come with me, man. I'm actually kind of scared of this thing. I'm, I'm a little nervous about this. Can you just come with me when I go to breakfast with this guy? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, sure, man. Um, and this, this, other, this particular person didn't really have much of a filter. Um, I, I mean, like, really bad. Like, no filter at all. Mm-hmm. Like, just would ever say whatever was on his mind. Yep. Who I was bringing with me. And he literally walks up to the table. I I got there first, and I was waiting for him to show up. And then then this other guy shows up. The stalker dude shows up and sits down. And I'm like, hey, good morning. Hi. Literally, it was just deadpan. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking die. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to make it out of this meal, man. And, uh. Here comes the other, my friend mm. sits down and says, hey, so where's your stalker at? Is he here yet? Like, <laughs> talking out loud. I'm like, and the guy's sitting right there. He didn't, uh, yeah, just, I don't think he really meant to do that, oh, but he just didn't give it. a shit. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. I love it. And the guy is like, who's your stalker? I'm like, I just crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. So we had a very awkward breakfast together uh-huh. uh, where this, my my friend was just kind of like just, Sticking him now, knowing who he was. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. He's going to stab both of us right here <laughs> on the table in our legs or something. St- shut up, dude. It was just one of those weird things. So going back to Amber's point, yeah, every once in a while, we we bumped into people where they just kind of scare us. You know, uh, To me, it was like when people came up and they're like, oh, we listen to the show. It's great. Love it. Blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, that, cool. that was always awesome. Yeah, totally. It was the people that acted like we were somebody that always creeped Stop me that. out. Stop that. Yeah, cut it out. Because, like, Stop that. Amber and I were at Mothman Festival. 
You and Doug were off being ghostly talk rock stars somewhere. I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. Amber and I were manning. We're, 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 we're moving equipment around for the Amber fucking Frick and Brothers. Were, and fuck those guys, We're manning Whatever. the ghostly talk table, right? Yeah. So this couple walks up to the table, and the guy's like, oh, she wants a T-shirt. The only words that came out of my mouth were, okay, what size? And she, like, slammed her hand down on the table, and she goes, Oh my God, you're Bonnie. And I like started backing up. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah, I am. <laughs> what size shirt do you need? And Amber's just like, Okay. Well, no. I mean, she was really nice. It was just the way she did it. I was like, Oh shit. No, that's cool. I like that. Glad people still listen to the show. And, um, but yeah, we've had a few of those over the years where it got kind of it got kind of weird, man. Yeah, we had some scary people. I'm like, dude, whatever. Okay. We love you all. We're oh yeah. All. Well, no, I don't like people that creep me out. They can fuck off. They can it, leave me alone. Okay, creepy people come don't see me. Don't bother me, man. It'll no, be okay. We're not doing this thing. So I'll hug you and say hi. But anyway, come out to the conference. It'll be fun. I promise we're not that bad. Uh, but we are. We are. We're it's okay of, though. We're, we're sort fun. of the drunks. That's the thing. <laughs> Everybody, honestly, as we've well, aged, that's why we have so many friends. I know, but as we've <laughs> aged, people have stopped drinking. They go up and responsibly go back to their room. <laughs> They're like, bad. "I'm older now, and I can't handle drinking, and I'm gonna feel like shit." And we're like, "Yeah, we're gonna be at the hotel bar." And then yeah. I'm sort of like halfway through questioning, "I'm gonna feel like shit." That's the one thing I that's don't. A, that's I like, don't want to do that because I know we have to drive home. Friday night's fine because you can sleep it off. But, like, Sunday when you have to get up and you have to drive and, like, ugh, no one wants to be hungover. Yeah. So, um, but, like, yeah, we're the people going to bed last. That's, like, the first thing we do when we get there. Like, we get there and we un- we unpack and, like, our next, our next well, thing on the agenda is to go to the bar. I mean, <laughs> but you, being Scott L., we almost always arrive at the hotel with a full bar in the car. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So... It's I brought a whiskey to my talk when I talked yes, when I spoke did. last year. Oh my I, god, I saw that. I was like, dude, that's punk rock. I, Look at her I go. I brought a whiskey with me up there because I kind of wanted to call it. Um, what did I want to say? I said something about like afternoon cock. What did I say? Oh yeah, I you were in the afternoon too. That's even no, better. No, and I had a different name, and I, I seriously wanted to somehow try to get everybody to bring cocktails to yes, my talk and like be a little buzzed up. Oh, you're talking about um, morbid. T- Oh, Morbid, morbid yeah. Tales and Cocktails, because yeah, my, my, pro- my presentation was called Morbid Tales. Right. And that's what I wanted to do, but I, yeah, I was the only one that brought a cocktail. <laughs> but you did it in style. Yeah. You know, saying. you could get sued for that, too. Tom no, Warrior from Celtic Frost could rip. Could... Oh, my God. I was not even referring to his band. You're, you're like, you're copping, like, one of the greatest, like, all-time no. metal records. No. So, I, like, really want to hear what happened to Amber yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I was saying earlier, we got this phone call. Well, we kind of, yeah, this is like this is like earlier this morning, basically. And Amber, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to try to, I'm not even going to load this up for you. Why don't you just take the floor, Amber? We turn the mics off so, and you just riff. Marnie and I were downtown. Marnie's been on the show before, if you haven't heard, ever heard of Marnie. Yeah, she was on a couple months ago. one of our good friends. And we're downtown, Grand Haven, and there's four proms going on. Oh, my. Four proms. You have a busy seaside town on Lake Michigan there. So, I mean, it's packed. It's warm weather. It's after prom. So they're, the kids are out till 4 a.m. There's certain locations open till 4 a.m. for the kids to go to. Mm. One of them being this little putt-putt course that's right where me and Marnie like to hang out at night. <coughs> and then we have Cinco de Mayo. 
So right. we have all the restaurants having bands and all this stuff. Then we have the derby. So women are out with their hats and mm, everything. Naturally. So you have all these weird events going on at the same time. Prom dresses, derby hats, and Cinco de Mayo. So anyway, we end up going out to our spot where we just sit there and talk. And I think about quarter to one, kids are still happily playing putt-putt. Cops are cruising around watching them. We start getting on this heated discussion about UFOs and aliens. Now, and where are you at again exactly? We're down on – essentially, we're at the mouth of the Grand River, which dumps into Lake Michigan, Wait, which is – In relation the, is it in relation to the bridge, where is it at? To the west of it. You've been by the train. You know where the train is. Oh, the train. At. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, anyway, we're sitting there. And all of a sudden, Marnie looks up and says, oh, look, someone's got a drone going. And so I look up, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense, a drone. Okay, maybe they're taking a picture of the pup, you know, the, the high school, the promers, whatever, doing putt-putt. And then it gets closer, and we start looking at it. It's too high to be a drone, and it starts morphing. The shape, like, we described it as an amoeba. And it starts to kind of morph and shape with these reddish lights in it that went from like a darker red to a lighter red with maybe there's some blue or green in there. I don't know. And Marnie's going, oh, wait, what? And we both like, wait, that's not a drone. What? Okay. What? No one sees it. No one. Naturally. We're the two old people sitting on top of a hill smoking cigarettes and talking at one o'clock in the morning while the high schoolers are out. And I'm like. We have a minute, probably, that we're staring at this thing. Of course, where's my cell phone? It's in Marnie's car. She pulls out her cell phone. She can't get a picture of it. There's no way. And all of a sudden, this thing, because I'm like, is it a Chinese lantern? And we're like, no, no, Chinese lanterns don't do that. that that's not a Chinese lantern. They just kind of have the trajectory. You know what a Chinese lantern looks right, like. Right, And all of a sudden, it just sort of goes northwest and takes off. I mean, it didn't accelerate. But it was moving at a good clip, and then at some point, we kept following it where it just appeared to be a pinpoint, like a star, and then we're both watching it, and I'm going, I don't know if my eyes are playing tricks on me, because when you stare at stars, they twinkle, and they seem right. to move. Right. But at the same time, we're both going, did you just see two lights come out of that? I'm like, yes. And we're seeing what looks like, at times, three pinpoints of light coming out of this multiple times and moving around. And of course she's going, Oh my god, I gotta call Bill. We gotta we gotta tell Bill, like from Michigan Mufon. And mm-hmm. we stared at it for a good forty minutes. We stayed out there at almost wow. two AM. Just waiting, like, please come back. What was that? We described it as an amoeba. So when I got home, I started looking up amoeba UFO. Like anything. And then there were some other people that had something similar, like there was a YouTube video of something in California where they described it as an organic. UFO. Okay, yeah. And I sent it to Marnie, and she's like, oh, that's kind of similar. So we're going to be on the search. But, yeah, now the weird, eerie part is when Scott, Tom, and I saw our crazy UFO zipping around in the sky. This thing was not zipping around and doing crazy bilocation moves. It was steady, but it was the same exact spot. Really? Same exact spot. I got to come with you one of these times. So Marnie goes, that's it. We're bringing a UFO kit whenever we're out there. So, because we're like, if we would have binoculars, a telescope, night vision scope, which he has, like, we could have just maybe seen something closer, a little right. more detail. We just sat there dumbfounded. 
Like, what the, and then, of course, like I said, the cops are driving by, and we're just waiting for them to come up and be like, what are you people doing out here? You're not prom people. Right. Oh, uh, we just saw UFO. Okay, step over here, miss. <laughs> you yeah, guys coming exactly. from one of the Cinco de Mayo bars there? Like, no, we had two whiskeys like three hours ago. We're fine. So I don't know what the hell we saw. I consider it my second UFO sighting. We were dumbfounded. And I. it wasn't as shocking as maybe the first one we saw because the first one was longer right. and did more aggressive maneuvers in the sky. This thing was more of like this jellyfish in the sky. I it was, but it was not. And a you drone. don't think it was a drone or no. anything? No, because then if it was a drone, someone lost their drone. And I don't know if anybody has like drones that change shape in the sky. So and they can't go that high. Flying this jellyfish. thing, this thing took off. A flying. I mean, jellyfish. it didn't accelerate, but it just went. Boom. And and I we couldn't figure out necessarily how close it was to us because before we knew it, it seemed like it was a star in the sky. Right. So was this thing actually really large and farther away? No idea. I, I don't know what we saw, but we're going to make a MUFON report. Who knows if someone else happened to see it. We don't know what direction it came from, if it just materialized, or if it actually happened to be traveling towards us and then, you know, coming south and then going northwest. No idea. Right. So I, I don't know. Flipping weird. And, of course, we're the only two out there that are looking up and seeing it. Oh, naturally. With no equipment to record anything whatsoever because, nope. So now we're just going to sit out there like a couple of weirdos every time we talk, and we're just going to have gear. <laughs> and she's got a full-on telescope, too. So she's like, I don't know, we could just set it up and tell people we're stargazing. It's kind of a semi-crappy place to stargaze because it's not like, ooh. I mean, we're kind of, there's kind of some light pollution over there. So when I got home, my mom's house is like, there's really not a lot of light pollution, so you see all kinds of stars. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up. So I'm looking up, and then I hear something rustle in the woods, and I'm like, ah! and I ran inside. <laughs> I'm like, a fucking gray is going to pop out and be like, I tried to get you at the train. Now I'm coming for you now, bitch. And I'm like, no, I'm going inside and locking the door. That's what's going to happen to me. That's my luck. Finally going to get abducted. They tried in 2008. Now they're coming back in 2018. Ten years. It's been ten years, so they're coming back. Oh, my God. I love you. I love your alien voice. Well, that's what the grays sound like. I love everything about that story. Everything. So, um, I, what I find interesting is, that, and like you already pointed this out, this is in the same spot we saw our thing. That was in 2006 mm -mm. or 2008. No, I think it was 2008. It was either yeah. seven or eight. It's but now it's, it's been written down. ten years. It's written down. And the literally, literally, yeah. literally was in the same location also where I had my weird, creepy alien dream of seeing all the grays bobbing in the Grand River was right. that exact location. They're coming for me. They want me back home. I'm just curious to what the hell is going on in that one area. I don't know. but We have no answers here. Apparently just... that's where Amber was born, so every time yeah. she goes there, They're coming they back. try and get her back. Well, we, we left that. We forgot that one on the planet back in 1980, so we got to get her back. Gotta so get a coaxer back somehow. Did you? Um, are you guys gonna put a report in for this? I assume. No, right? we're gonna put in a report, um, for sure. And she's gonna contact yeah. Bill and just be like, "So, amorphous type amoeba-like organic floating thing in the sky, Bill. What do you think?" Because if he says, "Okay, wait, I got other reports describing the same thing," okay. We had other reports the same night we saw that thing back. No, in No, some people. No, some no, no, no. I was just gonna say some reports trickled in after. Yeah. 
um, where some people claim to kind of see something similar. And then I just, in general, when I've researched sightings along Lake Michigan back in 1993 or four, there was a huge rash of sightings going from South Haven up the coast. And they were all very similar. People seeing lights just zipping and doing crazy maneuvers that don't seem like anything that are, you know, is in current aviation technology with the government. And then I'm like, okay, government, what little devices was this? Exactly. Amoeba plane? What is this? So this one, though, was it was too weird. And like I said, I, I have no idea about the size of it. It could have been up the size of a football field for all I know. Right. Because we, we felt like it must have been sort of high up there for how quickly it seemed to just turn into a star. Right. No idea, but something was up there. And then the fact that we were seeing something from far away still produced these offshoots of light and things moving. And we kept second-guessing ourselves because that's what we do. Naturally. But our eyes were both seeing the same things happening even at those with those pinpoints of light. Right. And then it stopped. We Both of us were not seeing anything. It was just a little pinpoint. She did pull out her phone and do like the Google sky map to see. I'm like, okay, see if that's a star. What is that? You know, and it was – like basically south east of the Big Dipper. Okay. So in that vicinity of the sky. So I don't know. Flipping weird. They are coming for you, Amber. Most likely. They want to take you back home. Most likely. I don't want to go back home. It'll prop you know unless what, it's a cool planet. You know when it's gonna happen. You and Scott are finally gonna set a fucking date. And the night before your wedding, you're gonna get abducted. They're gonna take me back. Okay, hello everyone, Amber here. I have hijacked the podcast and Scott and Orbani does not know I've done this. Now, we just recorded a new podcast, uploaded it on Tuesday night, and my friend listened to it and went, Amber, your passion and love for storytelling inspires me greatly, but you told a story with details that maybe went over the top. And I went, shit, damn it all. And I feel bad about that. So I'm doing basically a Band-Aid on this show. And if I tell Scott, he gets a little hyper about stuff or he's going to go like, well, I have to do it now. I'm going to do it because you're going to fuck it up. So I'm just sitting here drinking a quality cup of coffee that I just made. And um, I'm using my phone and I'm going to insert it in. And we're going to see how this works. So anyway... On the show, we were talking about a crime that had happened uh, in our in our state, and I'm going to omit some details because it happened not to a friend, but she knew some details that uh, maybe I shouldn't have said. So the reason why I want to keep it in the podcast is because it did have a little bit of a paranormal thing to it, only in reference to the future, about how paranormal stories start and witnessing a ghost story in the making. And I know a lot of people are like when crimes just happen, a murder happens, no one likes anybody that refers to their ghost right away or people like celebrities that die and they're like, oh my God, I just talked with David Bowie. He's here with me, me. Like, no, no. But anyway, my friend goes home one night, 10 something in the evening and there are state police everywhere. So naturally you're like, Oh, geez, what the hell? What the hell? And you start thinking, what my neighbors do? What's going on? So she pulls into her driveway, and she's just pulling a cake out of the back of her car. No big deal. 
And all of a sudden, this officer steps out of the woods holding an automatic rifle. This is not what you want to be greeted by at 1030 at night, holding a cake. And he says, ma'am, do you know anything about your neighbors? I don't know if that was his real voice, but we're going to go with it. And she's like, uh, no, she really didn't. Didn't know him that well. They hadn't been there that long. So he's like, you need to get inside and lock your doors and stay in the basement. Again, over drum, over, over dramatization of the officer's voice. But let's make this hijack of the podcast worth it. So she goes inside and uh, they do what they're told. And meanwhile, they're trying to look out windows, see what's going on with the house next door. And uh, they get online and they start searching to see if there were any news articles that could enlighten them. And they find one. And the article just states that a man had shot a woman and a mother man while they were in a car at a bar. So potentially we have a domestic thing going on here. So anyway, about an hour and some later, the cops come up and say, hey, it's cool. You can go back to bed now. It's all right. Of course, they're not giving her any details. They don't, they're not going to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you and tell you about, oh, so anyway, this was crazy. You guys want to hear the story? It's not going to happen. So we're busy trying to uh, look at M Live, which is the big Michigan news source that people go to and uh, piece things together. Well, I'm going to summarize this. Essentially, you had a man who got pissed off at his soon-to-be ex-wife and shot her and another man. And then he went on home. So that was why the cops were surrounding my friend's neighborhood. Now, of course, something bad happened in the yard, in the woods, behind the house after that, the second part of the, the murder story. And so it got us thinking about Okay, yes, it's awful now that you have this funk in your space, in your woods. Like, ugh, why do these crimes and awful things have to happen, like, in my neighborhood? And these are the things that typically you read about, you know, happening to someone else, not your friends or not happening to you, right? No one wants this kind of stuff happening to them or people they know or that they're around. But anyway, I thought, God, this is the start of a ghost story. And then if anybody that knows and listens to the podcast, you know that I'm a history nerd, so I can't help but think, oh my God. Okay, so maybe in 20, 30 years, people don't forget this story. But what happens in 50 years, 60 years, 70, 80, 100? Because we all know right now when we read ghost stories, it's like they all go back to the 1800s. Ghosts only come from the 1800s. Or like the 1950s girl from the prom that got hit, the ghostly hitchhiker, stuff like that. But I thought, gosh, you know, these people move into this home in the future, nothing ever happens, nothing spooky. And then 80 years later, someone is sensitive in the house and they can't help but think, oh God, I just feel something here. I feel someone or something or something happened here. And lo and behold, they start doing historical research about their property. And what do they find? Something happened that was, bleh. So that is my summarized story that somehow connects it to a little bit of the paranormal, which, right, we still have in Ghostly Talk, I think. I think. So anyway, I'm going to secretly insert this in the show, and let's see if I can do it flawlessly. I'm not an idiot with computer software, but let's see if it sounds okay. Don't tell Scott I did this. He'll freak out. Shh, this is our little secret. 
And if you had fun with it, maybe I could interject other secret things in the shows that Scott never knows about. So anyway, bye. Go back to your show. Go back and listen. Shh. I think we should bring things up a little bit here. Okay, go for it. I was uh, doing some goofing around here. And I know you guys are familiar with the uh, the Borley Rectory. Yes. One of the first ghost stories I ever read. Well, the uh, Higgy Pop, the site, uh, it's a news site, paranormal, around paranormal news. They got these really cool quizzes they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a quiz? And we're going to take a quiz? I think we should take this oh, quiz. Yeah, it seems yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. This quiz, 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 quiz. All right. So, Let's take it. Okay. So, and you guys can see the screen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, which famed paranormal researcher investigated the Einfield poltergeist? Enfield, Poltergeist. Sorry, Enfield. Okay. Um, Bonnie wants to say it at I'm, the same I'm time. I'm just giving you my choice Bonnie. right here. All right, go okay. ahead. Hold you're it up. Saying, you're saying that? Well, yep. we got three choices here. So, Amber, what's your choice? Just look at the damn screen no, and tell me. No, we're telling you with our fingers. Look. Oh, 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 I didn't get Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so you're if saying. You start at the top. Amber says, one. Amber says Harry Price, and uh, Bonnie says Maurice Gross. Yep. So which one should we go with here? I don't care. Someone, okay, let's go Harry Price. Oh! Good job, Amber. Thank you. Harry Price. Question two. We really need, we really need a music bed for this, I think. Seriously? Yeah, I think we do. Let's see here. What? Hang on. <sighs> I think we need a music bed for this. It's totally do you want me to just sing in the background? He's bringing me down. The very thought of you. <laughs> and I will Dramatic give you music bed. The little ordinary thing <laughs> that anyone ought to do. I just want to do a violin. Scott, you're taking too long. I'm trying to find a good music bed for oh this. Oh my god. How about we just take the quiz? We're yeah, going let's to just take the quiz. We're going to. He's trying to find weird background music now. Okay, how about this? Okay, All fine, right, yeah, fine. That, that'll fine, work. that's intense. Fine. Amber and I are okay, just like, fine. let's get it over with. It's good. All right, here we go. I'm All right, go. round two. <laughs> round two. Question two. <laughs> Fight. In what year was the board, was the rectory built, the Borley Rectory? What year? I Amber? have no clue. So I, I'm completely guessing. I'm going, well, I'm going to go with this one, which I knew I was right. Fuck. Two, 1862. I was wrong. That was my guess. 1862. Okay. Let me turn this down a little bit more. Scott, you need to up more. That's too low. There you go. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally dramatic. In which English country? Oh, my God. County did Borley (laughs) Rectory stand? (laughs) Jeez, I'm really tired. I've had a long weekend. All right. Uh, I'm guessing. Essex. Because I have no idea. Uh, we, uh, okay. So, the answers are Sussex, Kent, and Essex. Um... Okay, I go with one. Bonnie, let's go with Bonnie here on this one because we want to do it last time. Damn oh, it. I was oh, right. I, I was right. On, I'm sucking on this. Oh, you were, we were both right. <laughs> I'm we were right, sucking Bonnie. on this. Way to go, Amber. Number four. Which British newspaper broke the story of the haunting? Daily Mail, The Sun, or Daily Mirror? It's a total guess. All right. Oh. No! We, I went with Daily Mail. What is it? Does it not tell you? It don't tell you. Oh, that's well, click on something else. Bullshit. Ah, whatever. Okay, well, right, it's either the, the Sun or one. the Daily Mirror. All right, keep going. Keep going. This is getting intense. Keep going. 
In a famous photo taken while the house was being demolished, what is seen floating midair? Crap, I actually don't suck at this. I thought I knew more. <sighs> I'm completely guessing every time. I'm just guessing. Okay, we'll go with a hammer. No. Okay, you want to go with a brick? Yeah. It's either a key, a brick, or a hammer. Go. Oh, a brick. A mysterious floating brick. A mysterious floating brick. In what year was Borley Rectory demolished after being damaged by fire? Yeah. I'm 1964, 1944, or 1984? That was 44. I'm going with 1944. Yeah! Oh! 1944, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Paranormal trivia. A young girl called Marianne Foister. Marianne. I said Marianne. You said Marianne. Marianne Foister saw what appeared on... Uh, some of the grammar here sucks. Saw what, <laughs> appeared, what appeared on a wall uh, in the house. Yeah. Blood, excrement, writing. I just want to say excrement because it's fucking funny. Ew, no. Um, I'll go with three. Three. Blood, excre excrement, or writing. Okay. Let's if go it's with writing. excrement, that's just gross. It's not poop. I know it's not poop. It's got to be writing. I know it's not poop. Oh, oh, I thought it was blood. Who gave the rectory <gasps> the title of the most haunted house in England? I'm going with Harry Price too. Yeah, let's just yeah, that's roll a safe, that's a safe it. one. Let's do either it. Vernon Wall, journalist, uh, who's a journalist, uh, Harry Price, paranormal investigator. It's Re either the Reverend or Harry Price. I'm willing to bay. Let's put it on Harry. I Price. think it's Harry Price. Yeah, oh, woo! <laughs> While cleaning out a cupboard. A former resident of the property came across a brown paper package that contained what? A, a skull, some bones, or a glass eye? Skull. A skull. One. What's some bones? Whatever. I'm going with a skull. That's my decision. I say some bones. Two against one. We're going I with guess. some bones. Okay. Oh! No, we don't know what it was. I don't like how they don't tell we'll us come that. Back. We'll come back to it after oh, the show. The first uh, ghostly apparition spotted was seen at twilight. But what did the spirit <gasps> appear to be of? A nun, a headless houseman, or a monk? Yeah, definitely one. Mm, None. Yes. I no. think we all guessed that one. According to a Ouija board session conducted at the house, what was said to have happened to this apparition in particular? Okay, it was either thrown down a well, hung from a tree, or drowned in a lake. Yeah. Shit. I'm just going with hung from a tree. I'm going to say one. I'm going to say thrown down a well. We'll go with Amber on this one. No! <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> 12. Which of these supernatural phenomenon was not experienced in the rectory? Um, Stones being no, thrown? Two. Two. Water turning two. black two. or bells ringing? Two. I two. say two as two. well. Two. Water turning black. Go! Yo! Yes, we're on fire. Correct. What started the fire that destroyed the house in 1939? Hey, I thought they said 44. Yeah, exactly. Wait, there might have been two fires there, or else this quiz is bogus, but whatever. <laughs> Lightning, um, an oil lamp, or an unknown I was cause? A, I thought it was a lamp. I thought I remember reading a lamp. I, okay, we'll let you do one. Let's go with Scott's choice. Okay. I say like. Oh, he was right. Good job, Scott. 14. During what, the blaze. What happened to, what happened to the in, intense music? It's just still it, there. It got more new agey. It's, it's going, Scott. Just let it let, let it, it roll. Who cares? All right, okay. During the blaze, 
one local claimed to have seen what in one of the upstairs windows of the rectory? Mm. I'm gonna, a dog-like creature. A young girl or a nun. I'm going with a young girl. I'm going with a nun. Click it. You're going with a nun? Click You're it. sicko. <laughs> Let's go with a young girl. Okay. Click it. Oh, ah. I bet she was a nun. Yeah. Well, I had... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Or it's probably like a dog-like creature. It was 15. A, 15. It was a nun. It's definitely a nun. Uh, yeah, last, cu- last question. Last one. After the fire, part of the basement was excavated and bones were mm-hmm. found. The local parish refused a burial because they believed the bones came or came where? A came demon, a pig, or a witch. I'd say a witch. I'm going to... S- I'm going to... S- yeah, yeah, let's go I'd with a witch. Pig or witch. I don't know. Let's go with a witch. Witch, right. witch, witch, witch. Oh, oh we're wrong. Oh. So naturally, one, it's probably two, a demon. Three, I think we got three wrong. Four, four wrong. Four out of 15. That's not bad. Our Borley History Rectory. Our Borley History Rectory? Rectory history is not that bad. Yeah, and thanks to our friends at Higgy Pop for making that cool little quiz. It's fun. Oh, we fun should stuff. see if they have these. Like, we should do we them should all do the a quiz time. They have time. more. They, they actually do have more on the site. We should do them. On the show. That's okay. how we should, like... Uh, we should make Ghostly Talk music. quizzes based on the show. Yes! I could program yes. that. Oh. Uh, All right, that's okay. enough. Okay. Yep. I'm over it. Yep. Done. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to like, and you can stop that now. So, yeah. Um, some other fun. Some other things, too out there i was i know i was doing some stuff for this show and another thing came on the wire just today uh and this is from las vegas now uh news uh documents prove secret ufo study based in nevada what is that you area 51 or is this ufo investigators different? are hoping to obtain a treasure trove of pentagon documents that were generated by one secret military study of flying saucers and other weird aircraft. The government confirms there was a UFO program that supposedly ended in 2012, but the Pentagon has not yet released any reports or files. The I-team gives the first look at the documents which prove the UFO study was real and based in Southern Nevada. Um, That's all we need to read on that. I I thought it was interesting, though. Well, all this weird stuff keeps trickling out after the New York Times article about the government program investigating UFOs, but then there's all these, like, different teams of Grant Cameron, Steve Greer, and Tom DeLong, and each camp has, like, a different story and different version and saying this person's wrong, this person's right, whatever. So now I'm like, I don't know, who's, dis- who's disinformation, who isn't? Right. Great, this is awesome. We're just as confused as day one. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> My mouth hurts. You always put such a positive spin. I punched him before you, you got you home. You know what, though? The UFO world, when you start, I never explored it. When I got into the paranormal and, like, started researching and reading all this stuff and studying it, I UFO world was, like, over here. Right. It was, like, a different subdivision that I wasn't interested in. I didn't ever not acknowledge the fact that there were other life forms out there. Or the possibility of UFOs zipping around our universe, but it just didn't interest me. Right. And it also freaked me out on a certain level because, let's face it, UFOs and alien life seem more real sometimes to me than ghosts because we really don't even know what the hell ghosts are. So, but it was a, it was a weird subcamp. And then as I started to get more interested in it and explore it more, what a flipping convoluted mess. 
I mean, it is a mess. Um, I, I, I'm not even going to go into it, but it's just a mess of like this person saying disinformation, this person calling this person out, whole books potentially written on subjects that are complete bullshit because this person was fed the wrong information. Right. And then some people continually referencing those books that are completely wrong and putting them in their books. So like, you're like, who do I believe? What's right? What's wrong? And is that what they want us to be to believe? Like to always be in a state of we don't know, which would make sense because I have this firm belief that if we if the government came out on the White House lawn, White House lawn and said, oh, aliens are real. They're out there. We've been talking to them since 1940, whenever, when we had the crash at Roswell. Yeah. We would all flip a shit because it would flip everything upside down. It would flip religion upside down. Everything would be like, what? Especially if we saw them. So, like... Well, that's what Doug and I said years you ago, though. Can't, you can't do that to a community like Earth. Because a lot of people can't handle it. Well, that's what Doug and I said years ago about that. We said the same thing. We said that, you know, I don't think people can handle... Well, let's, start, let's first start off with the truth. You can't handle the truth! Thanks for saying Excellent that. Excellent reference. Nice little exiting comment there, Andy. Loved it. But let's start off with the truth. And, you know, I have, uh, for example, one of my um, one of my managers I've worked for for a number of years, he actually used, started, I heard him use this term um, where it's, it's a simple thing. It's just, it's, it's called the single point of truth. We'll be working on a project and we, and we have all this information in front of us, all these different ideas and all this stuff spread all over all these spreadsheets and stuff like that. And he's like, okay, well, here's our goal. What is the single point of truth here that's going to get us to that goal? And I always thought that was a very fascinating idea. What we have now and what Amber was talking about before she went to have a vial break um, was, yeah, information is so fragmented, so scattered now on all these different platforms, social media, uh, just regular news, terrestrial news internet news whatever it might be right um and yeah i think a lot of and i think this happens in in the ghost hunting community and in crypto the cryptozoological community also it's no different you have a group of people who consider themselves scholars mm -hmm. in this in this in, in this discipline which is exactly. it's a very loosely said discipline and i and i agree with that i think there are people in all these studies and ufo studies for example people like stanton freeman for example right, right? Uh, where who are chiefs in the field, right? Um, and so those are people, but I've always said those people just have more experience. They're not right. experts. They just have right. more experience than other people do. Um, so the problem with that is, again, like what Amber was saying, you um, – sorry, I'm doing – I'm trying to do like 15 things right now. Well, I can't what, make what, your point because well, I don't no, know the, what, the, the, what I'm saying is just – you do have a million people that are just that literally are trying to call each other out on the rug all the time. Oh yeah, right. And I don't think that's productive. Um, I do. I do think there's a great thing. I think there's a, there's something to be added um, by healthy healthy constructive debate. Absolutely. People should do that in any field. I don't care where it is. But the problem that I've always said when it comes to ghost hunting and UFOs. Uh, and whatever it might be, any type of fringe, you know, study that we're talking about here is I don't know how you can debate. We're not dealing with we don't know what this stuff is. 
I don't care what anybody no, says. No, at this point, you're deba- debating your opinion versus theirs. You're debating an opinion. Yeah. Right? Um, and I do know in, 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 in sciences, like hard sciences, right, there are a lot of opinions in that. But right. a lot of times that circles around a hard idea that's provable. Right. It's repeatable. And it's a matter of how are we going to skin this cat? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's you know, how we. There's a million ways to skin the cat. How are we going to skin this cat? So you, that that's the debate. <coughs> excuse me. That comes up in those fields. Um, debating in the paranormal. Let's just say UFOs, like Amber was talking about. Um, it, it's. I know that's. I know, and I know what the debate's going to be before anybody thinks about this that's listening right now. Um, well, I have all this evidence. Well, I have all this evidence. Well, I have all this evidence, right? And that's where we're butting heads with. Well, this is you're wrong because of this. And I've seen this stuff happen at conferences. We've had people get into these nasty little tiffs. And I'm like, I don't really, I, I don't really understand it. I mean, I think healthy, constructive de- uh, debate is a lot of fun. Exactly. You know, and we have it a lot in our circles about all kinds of things. Uh, we have it on Ghostly Talk chats on a regular basis. But I also think another... We debate about music. The issue that you know? is created is everyone wants to be the first. So they're rushing to publish or rushing to put their opinion out with half the data. <clears throat> and that's with the news. That's with the paranormal. That's with anything. Everyone wants to be first. So you're getting half the story or half of a bullshit story or... It's just a huge problem because yeah, everyone yeah. wants to be first. And I, yeah, I do think there is a there is a mad rush to to get the scoop. Exactly. Um, when it comes to study and research, or even reporting things, reporting things is obvious. Um, I don't really understand. I don't. I still don't. To even after this conversation, I'm still at that thing where I'm like, I don't see why people would be. I don't get the fighting. You know, we never we, did, we've been no. hearing about this for you. Well, we need to unify. We all need to study this thing together. If we all unified our resources, we could. Yeah, well, I've been hearing this shit for years. It don't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, that, that And I will be negative with that. Because you could grab 10 people at random and put them in a room and give them a topic and they will never agree. Group dynamics just I, I think is a race of people. I don't have a lot of faith in humans for that is a race of people. I am kind of astounded that we do have, we do have, we have as, as a race of people gone to the lengths we have. I am astounded every day by seeing just houses. I mean, a house itself really does kind of blow my mind. I mean, this house we're in right now, it, it's a very complicated system that makes all this stuff happen, you know, just to have, like in our case, hot water. <laughs> that got a little dicey, right? But there's all these things that, that have been built upon and built upon over many, many years. And I'm really amazed by that. But I'm also kind of more amazed by the fact that we as a group of people or a group of people, for example, that wants to make a car, right, have enough, can actually keep it together enough to build a car without it all crash landing into um, a cesspool of infighting and debating and all that stuff, right? Right. Um Again, I'm not. I am. I'm not a scholar. I'm not. I don't work in academia. Um, but it seems like with the paranormal, it seems like the direction should be more sh- sent to. Okay, let's study and try to learn something here. And I know there's people that do that. Um, but 
we do here, and like you're like you were saying, Amber, some of these some of these circles are nasty. These people no, are really No, there's a lot nasty. of infighting because there's difference of opinion, and then you, when you involve belief systems, and we all know how belief systems go. That's why we're at war with people. They're going to clash, and no one can ever agree on anything when it comes to belief because that's that's a hard one. That, um, that's a very personal issue. Yeah, that's a hard one. So um, it and the paranormal is circumvents around a lot of beliefs still and not necessarily scientific fact. And I've always felt that there's probably like a certain subsect of scientists that are studying stuff on a really real level and finding things out and maybe using physics to figure out some of the things like telekinesis or different things about the mind. We all know that the government has utilized remote viewing and different things to like find targets out there. That's a proven thing. Oh, they've, they've used, used remote it, viewing they, they use and psychics. They've used it in war. It's there. But I've always felt like there is, just like there's always been this hidden UFO program, there's probably this whole hidden, like, oh, psychic, paranormal, and, those, and, and nothing's coming out. I mean, there could be someone out there going, I know what a ghost is. I know what, I know what this is. Or I know what causes certain people to have premonitions or uh, experience things like when they pick something up and they get a sensation or whatever, but they're not putting it out there. Right. So we have all these hobby enthusiasts that are grabbing some gear, reading a few articles on the Internet, and saying that they're an expert. And that's the problem with a lot of this stuff that Ghost of Talk has said for years. Well, the, the barriers claim, to entry are very low. Well, yeah. And the people that claim to be experts in things and that they're flooding the market and they're putting their videos up on YouTube and social media and their dumb photos – and there's a whole ton of gullible, stupid people that love the paranormal. And I know that sounds mean. And no one listening to this show is gullible or stupid because you're all excellent because you listen to Ghostly Talk. Yeah, you're all geniuses. You're so, all brilliant. But I was, on a, I was being interviewed um, on a show a couple years ago. And one of the, the, one of the questions the guy asked me was, which we got to have him on the show. Um, but anyway, one of the questions he asked me was, what would you fix about the paranormal? And I was like, oh, boy. That's a, that's a great one. question. It's too. a great question. And he asks all of his guests this. And I said, I want to fix the stupidity. And he just laughed. And he was like, that was the most honest answer I've had in a long time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> there is so much stupidity. And it's it's not even stupidity. It's probably unfair of me to say stupidity, but there's a lot of ignorance. Well, it's ignorance. I don't think it's stupidity. It's, it's not always stupidity, although there is a certain degree. And, and let's be fair. It's no, ignorance. Where, where is it? We're ignorant, too. We don't, I don't know research. what's going on We here. don't know everything. I don't no, know. I, I, don't, I don't propose to know everything that's going on out there, but I feel I'm more educated probably than some on a few things because I do take the time to research and look up multiple viewpoints in different aspects of a certain topic. But not everyone does that, and it's not their fault. Sometimes people aren't – they maybe – they didn't learn to do that. Right. They read something on the Internet, and they go, well, it's there. It's published. Someone wrote it. I believe it. They see something. They don't have that – they don't – there's a lot of people out there that have never dabbled in Photoshop. It's a beast of a program. It is not intuitive. It's not user-friendly. You have to learn to use Photoshop. It's not like a s stupid Microsoft product or whatever's out there. And a lot of people don't always recognize something that's been photoshopped. They, if someone's really good at it, they'll put something out there, and someone will go, "Oh my God, that's a ghost! Holy crap! Wow, that's so believable!" I see it right away because I've used Photoshop for right. years. And anybody else that's ever had, you know, that knows Photoshop and stuff, they can recognize that right away. But um, it's it's frustrating, and even like big news sources, like 
and I'll use Coast to Coast as an example. They'll put out a newsletter. They do a newsletter like every day. They send out an email. And they recap the last night's show, and then they give some news and stuff. And, like, they'll throw stuff out there like, demon dog spotted in England. And they'll throw the photo up there because it's clickbait. And then the next day they'll be like, demon dog debunked. Because someone found the photo that was like a Harry Potter still that they put into some Photoshop picture that people were like, oh, my God, throw. And that's why I hate the internet sometimes. Like, there's so much bogus crap out there, especially for us poor paranormal people that just want to, like, filter out all that shit. And it just keeps piling on. And that's frustrating. I grab a dog. And I choke him. And I, I kick the shit out of him. And I, and I, all day long, I put up a dog's ass. Just bang, bang, bang up his ass. That's my pleasure. That was the actual audio from the, uh, from that picture. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I was just thinking about that. Well, you guys didn't like that? I thought that was funny as hell. What was that even from? Did we laugh? That was from Friday. I never saw that. Great movie. Great movie. I do like Ice Cube, though. It was a good day. Okay, I think we need to close the show. Yeah, my mouth hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. And I, I, oh, we got a crown. Oh, I got, I, I, He's a I crown got, now. I got my got temporary crown. crowns put in. Uh, so that was, I, that was on the tail end He's of all this princess. shit. That happened this week. <laughs> I'm a t- pretty little princess. Um, that happened on Tuesday this week. Cause I had that was the, the the last fuck you to like my last two weeks, was me getting my uh, temporary crowns put in, which I'll be getting the permanent ones in a couple weeks, and that really hurts. That sucks. It don't feel good. Take care of your teeth, kids. <laughs> yeah, go Obviously, I didn't listen to this podcast and then go brush your teeth. Yeah, go brush your teeth. Eat your vegetables. Public service announcement: Brush your teeth. Eat green. Eat green stuff. It's Watch your you. sugars. Watch your sugars. Oh my god! Put that chocolate bar down. Yeah, this was ghostly talk. Oh yeah, yeah. This was uh yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, this that was, was Bonnie, cool. I'm Ember, and that's Scott. Princess Scott. Goodbye. Wow. Oh my god. You should have ended it right Dude, you there. You should have, but you failed. Now we have to keep this on there now. Well, I can edit it. No, you can't. You have to leave it. <laughs> you have to leave this part. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now you can stop it, Scott. I said so. Ghostly talk. <laughs> 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 <laughs>